Hey, welcome to Razzle Dazzle, a podcast about video games and pop culture with an emphasis on our favorites. All right, it's Razzle Dazzle time. We're your hosts, Jared and Patrick. What's up? That's a sound guy, Joe. Hello, hello. Haha, <laughs> I see what you did there. Guys, guys, I didn't know I wanted to do an episode on this, and then I finished the game. Yeah. And now we're here. So you did, you finished it recently? I finished it two nights ago. Two nights ago. Two nights ago? Yeah. Wow. We're talking about one of the best indie games, Metroidvania games, period. My favorite Metroidvania. Hollow Knight. I can see why. Yeah. I only played a little bit of it. It was on Game Pass. I'm not sure if it still is by the time you guys are hearing this. But I would have game nights with my buddies. We would be on like a Discord call and we'd just play random games. This is one of the games I've played. It's really, really cute. You yeah. Know? I made it to, um, I think his name is the False Knight. Yeah. And beat him. And the I first think that's boss. the last. Hey, man. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just saying, just in he case. Was, he was, it was fun. Yeah. It was actually a little bit difficult. Dude, yeah. I'm not going to lie. You're missing out on so much, though. Hey, but we'll get into it. We'll yeah. get into it. Hopefully, talking about the game <clears throat> today can kind of rejuvenate that desire to play the game. Oh, I hope sure. so. Because, Joe, you don't usually play Metroidvanias. Nah, yeah. I don't. I honestly, so, I've stopped because I yeah. really don't like a lot of specific aspects of the of Metroidvanias. But I oh. think this game really plays to the strengths so much that yeah. uh, and gets rid of many of the flaws. Yeah, okay, let's talk about those strengths and flaws. All right, so we're going straight into the game design, world design aspect of this game. Um, There's a few different routes I wanted to start with this, but then I think uh, I watched a video again by Game Maker's Toolkit. Yeah, I watched that video this uh, morning. He has a great (laughs) series called Bosky. Yeah, it's so good. They should check out for all sorts of games, but specifically for the Call of the Night one. It highlights a lot of the stuff I'm going to be mentioning here. I'll try to keep it brief, so if you want to watch the full video, you're not like... Uh, listening to the same thing twice. But basically, Hollow Knight starts with a linear pathing, Mm -hmm. uh, but you're very soft-locked to that linear pathing. So Metroidvanias are all about exploration. So when you have a game that kind of forces you down one path, a Metroidvania, it can feel a little like, what's the point of being a Metroidvania? Mm -hmm. But this is all to set you up with the abilities to then completely expand the world. You get the little uh, burst, uh, like little spell attack move. Where you yeah, the shoot, Hadouken. The little Hadouken. Uh, then you get the dash, yeah. and then you'll get the wall climb. The three of the claw, most, yeah. the Mantis Claw. The three of the most basic sort of movement tools in this game. As soon as you get that last one, the entire world opens up and Just everything becomes explorable, basically. Yeah. Um, and what's beautiful in that is that even... In uh, areas that you can't normally get to in one way, there's always at least another way to get in there. Mm -hmm. Some of the most important areas in the game have like four different routes that you can get into the area from. Like the resting ground, there's like you can go in from above, you can go in from the side, you can go in from below. Like there's, there's so many routes that you can go to for these crucial areas. And so there's this big sense of exploration where you'll never feel lost because there's always a route to explore. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why my that's the reason why I love this game so much. It's that and the fact that there is something at every single place that you yeah. explore. You're never going the wrong direction. And when you do, or you're never going the wrong direction. And when you feel like you're going in an aimless direction, mm-hmm. you'll always find something, whether it be That's an true. upgrade, whether it be a store, whether it be an NPC, there's always something to reward you for the route that you take. Yeah. Um, so like those two things combined of this very 
easily explorable world combined with this uh, <clears throat> rewards in every corner uh, and bosses too um, makes it so that like you never feel you never feel lost mm-hmm. you never feel like you're backtracking per se um, and you you always feel like you're finding new things as you play the game. Yeah, um, I really like how the areas are very like distinct between each other. So it helps like um, even even when you are backtracking, whenever you are, you can easily tell where you are without a map. And that's a whole another thing about this game. It, uh, the way it does a map is unique. Where not only you don't start off with the map, you don't like automatically fill it out as you go. You got to buy it and then buy like the quill. Yeah, you, right? you buy, so the quill gives you expansions to the map, so whenever yeah. you explore a place, it'll add it to your map, but not when you explore the yeah, place. Yeah, you gotta sit. You have to rest at a bench, which is basically like the save point, not yeah. save points, but like uh, uh, checkpoints of the yeah, game. Yeah, and I really th- find that fascinating for a Metroidvania, because usually I'm just used to already having like a map, like let's, you know, Metroid games, you already have a map because it's built into you, the suit or whatever, and you... Fill it out as, as you go. But here, even before you get the map, like let's say you don't have enough money, you got to like mentally make a map for yourself to know like where you've been, where you haven't, where not, you're going. Yeah, not only that, I love but that. the fact that even when you have already explored places, yeah. you still need the map because unless you use the compass charm, which I never did, uh, yeah. it's takes, it takes up a slot that I could use for other I think early charms. game is, is good. Um, it's nice for when you are exploring early game, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But I got um, it. I prefer the abilities that you get with other charms. That That's that true. one little slot. It may just seem like one little slot That's to just true. throw something on, but like what I found myself doing more often to save that slot is you end up going back to your map over and over again because yeah. you can't see where you are on the map without that without charm. that charm. So you have to kind of understand where am I on the map? Where do I yeah. need to go? And I need to memorize. Okay, I need to go. Like I literally like uh, there's a few times I was playing where I had a friend on the call just watching me play, uh, and I would look at the map and just be like, okay, uh, right, right, down, right, right, down, right, down. And then start going. And then this is the entire time I'm going down that path. I'm just whispering, right, right, down, right, down. Yeah. And then he he would just be like, All right, just good? equip, <laughs> just equip the compass. And I'm like, no. <laughs> um, and I and I kind of like that because it really feels like you, the player, are exploring a brand new, vast world. You know, it's not like it's it somehow captures a feeling of like, yeah, you are actually spelunking into the depths of Hollow Nest. You know, I think. That's awesome. Yeah, it's like that combined with the fact that like you can go down wrong paths. Sure. And if you've already been down those paths, you'll recognize it or it'll be like, no, wait, you know where you're going. It's like, oh, this is not the right way. Whereas uh, like you may go down a wrong path and suddenly see that it's a whole new room that you haven't seen before. And there's suddenly that encouragement of, wait, what is this room? Let me Mm -hmm. check out this room instead and then start exploring that way. I remember, uh, do you know of the... Fragile Flower Quest? Yes. Okay. So there's a quest in the game. It's very hidden to find uh, where you'll find this woman who gives you a flower and tells you to deliver it to the opposite side of the map. Yep. You can't fast travel there. You can't teleport there. You have can't to legit... Wa- you And the, you have to go from one side to the other without taking any damage. Yeah. Um, it. So when I was doing this quest, um, 
I found myself, uh, I found this quest first off just kind of like randomly stumbling wow. all over the place. Good job. Because uh, I, was, I was looking for the last little mask fragment. Uh, oh. This was the last one I needed, and I'm looking all over the place for it. With that quest, I was going th- from one side to the other, yep. and I was going through the, the fog canyon where all the jellyfish are. Yeah. Um, and Deep I was like, Metroids. Yeah, the Metroids. <laughs> it's, a good, it's a good reference. Yeah. Um, and I went, uh, there was a, like a room that I was like, okay, I need to go left here. And on my map, it was the first left. Yeah. Um, then I went into the first left, and it was a room I never saw before filled with explosive jellyfish. <laughs> and I was like, uh, <laughs> this this doesn't look right. Yeah. So I left it because I had the fragile flower, and I went back to it later. But just simply, like, having that sort of without the compass yeah. or just exploring and being like looking at this map being like okay i need to go down left down left having just these general directions um i was a, a lot of cases during my game i was able to find rooms that i might have not otherwise found uh simply by keeping that in mind or i'd be yeah. like uh, other times i'd be looking at the left wall because i'm like okay there's uh there's a left turn i need to make or a room that i need to go to left in eventually so i'm staring at the left wall and suddenly i see on the left wall that there's a little cracked wall that you can break mm-hmm. and i'm like oh that's probably a thing go in there find it's a whole new path it's a new full secret. Of things yeah um so like did this map ended up encouraging more exploration in a lot of the sense. Not because it's show... Uh, one, in early game, it was showing me all the paths I haven't explored yet. Right. Um, but two, uh, or three three things. Second, uh, it allowed for those moments of looking for one thing, finding another. Mm-hmm. Third, when I was in those moments that I can't... That there's nothing on the map because I'm exploring a new area and I haven't rested yet, um, I was just like... Scared? Just go in whatever direction. <laughs> yeah. Any direction it takes to find what you need. Yeah. Um, so I would just, like, pick a direction and go all the way down in that direction. Mm-hmm. Um, but because I couldn't see anything on the map to kind of guide me towards I should be going here or I should be going there. Yeah, you're going blind. Yeah. And I think that's a big strength that Hollow Knight has compared to other Metroidvanias, you know? It's, it's that sense of actual uh, exploring and, like, kind of sense of wonder, but also since... This is a hard game. Uh, there's also a lot of uh, fear, and not only just the aesthetic of the game itself. It's kind of like a, a gothy but cute game. Yeah. You know, it's it's weird. It's like Bugs Life, but like you know, Phantom of the Opera inspired with it, the masks. Yeah, there you go. Um, that's well put. Uh, it's cute, but it's also uh, off-putting, and it's just a really hard game. So like while exploring t- through these awesome, vibrant different locations scary as hell because you can die by just about anything if you're not careful and man i think in the met in the mega man episode i said mega man is the dark souls of platformers <laughs> i take that back i hate that i take that analogy, back man you know i hate that sort of analogy. but it's but this time it's actually true when you die in hollow knight you gotta if you want your money back and you want your um What's it called? The base thing? Not the base. Uh, the masks? The, the soul vessel. Yeah, your soul thing. vessel. If I you, don't know, remember what it's if called. If you want it back, you know, half of it yeah, back. Yeah, you only get half of the magic you usually have when you die until yeah. you go back and kill your shade, yeah. which also has all your money. It's the same thing as losing your bloods in the, the, the Souls games, you know? It's like 
Yeah. It's, it's a Dark Souls Metroidvania. I yeah, mean, come yeah, on. Yeah. I mean, I just don't like it because it's, it's different. And it still has the, the, the gothic vibes, too. You yeah, know? yeah, I mean, yeah. it's, it's, it's the different. most It's the most similar game to be able to use that analogy. Yeah, I just hate the analogy <laughs> because they have game journalists like playing Cuphead and being like, oh, this, right. is, this is the Dark Souls of Planet Just because it's difficult, but like this has that added element to it. I know there's plenty of times where I've died, and it's like... I haven't found another bench close to where I just was. And, yeah, I, and I was just all like, all the way back. no, I, sometimes I'm just like, whatever, forget it. I'm just going to keep going where I haven't gone yet. Like it just happened this morning when I was going through uh, the city of tears or when I first got to the city of tears, like I was going through, I think um, some part of green path. Oh, I was fighting the mantis Lords ah. uh, in green path. And I died, of course. Um, and my rest spot was, I think, somewhere in the Queen's Garden by the Stag Beetle. And oh, I was like... And you have to go all the way to the right. Yeah, I didn't want to. And, like, I just... There's went, the Queen Station stop in between there, though. That's where, that's where I was. Oh, and it's I not see. that far. That's but not like, far at all. I also knew how to proceed through the fungal waste to get to the City of Tears. So I'm like, money... Or progress, you know? So I chose progress instead. Oh. So. The, the the Mantis Lords were the first boss for me. Really? That, wow. Or not the first boss. For okay, me. okay. Uh, there, it was the first boss for me that I was like, oh, this game's got some cool freaking bosses. Because yeah. before, like, there were some fun bosses, but it was never like, I, I never felt really like, I don't want to say challenge, but like engage. Like there was challenge, but then I beat it, and I'd be like, "All right, I moved on." Mantis Lords, I was like, "Oh, I need to posture up for this yeah, one." Yeah, you got to pay about to get spicy. Yeah, you got to um, sit up. I don't know if you've done this, but when I first saw them, I saw like you know they're just sitting on their thrones, right? They're chilling, um, and you get to choose to battle them. But like, there's a door to the left, and I tried, you know, going past them. The one on the far left just raises their hand and the door shuts. Yeah. And they're like, no, you're, nah, you ain't leaving, man. If you want to get to the next area, <laughs> you need to prove yourself. Yeah. I, I love how after you beat them too, all of the loyal mantises mm-hmm. will just bow every time they see you after that. Oh, yeah? That's um, cool. So, like, I remember I fought them, did, did that whole thing, and then I went through, like, about two months of not playing the game because mm-hmm. uh uh, Legend of Zelda came out, right? Tears of the Kingdom. <laughs> when I came back to this game, uh, dude, I remember I saw Mantis because they're pretty hard to fight. Yeah. And I had fought a few of them before that were the traitor kind of Mantises. Yeah. Um, and so I was like, oh, crap. And I hit him, and then he instantly died. And I was like, what? And then I walk up to the next one, and he bows, and I'm like, no! <laughs> I, I killed an innocent man. Oh, I love that. An innocent Mantis. Man. <laughs> But yeah, it's uh, I love the uh, kind of diving. I don't know if we want to dive into the lore. Let's but do the, it. The mantis, the mantis also have this insanely cool lore to them. Yeah, um, they I don't mean, take shit. They, they, they put people's heads on spikes, don't they? Uh, I think yes. They yeah. yeah, in the so, foreground, so background. Yeah. They're like a warrior tribe. Mm-hmm. Um, Very proud. But like when the in, so let, dive, diving into lore in general. Let me just kind of give the people listening who might not know, Context. understand. Uh, in the 
context of you're playing the game. So you hop in the game, and you're told that you're in a world where uh, bugs were sentient, but now there's a disease that is making them stupid again. Yeah. Um, like, just attack everything they see in front of them, very lifeless in that Primal. sense. Primal. Primal in that sense. Thank you. Um, and as you start going through the game, there's this, like, br- uh, bright yellow infection mm. in a few different places that, like, is uh, some of the bugs that are infected with this sort of thing have these, like, yellow glowing eyes. They, they want to, and sp- some people you talk to will be like, yeah, these dudes are infected with this disease. It's made them primal. They just want to kill everything in sight now. Mm-hmm. Um, so the Mantis Lords, uh, they're... They they were one of the tribes that saw this all this happening and had decisions to make. Uh, they so there was a, a specific lord who was like, "Yo, this stuff kind of tight. It's kind of kind of makes me pretty strong, <laughs> and we're all about being strong." Um, and the other mantis lords were like, "Nah, bro, you crazy." Uh, <laughs> so they out- outcast him. He went over to the Queen's Landing area. Yeah. The reason why the Queen is all caged up in there, I remember before the recording you guys mentioned something about that, is because she is hiding from that specific traitor lord because he's trying to kill her. There's that too. Yeah, but it's also <laughs> because you know she's ashamed of what she's done with the, the Pale King about making so many hollow babies. There are, there are a lot of hollow, hollow babies. Hollow babies, man. Um... But, yeah, so this this traitor lord is just like, I'm so obsessed with power, I'm going to literally kill the queen. Yeah. Um, and then he, the, the queen has, like, some champion in the lore um, that oh, yeah. is supposed to protect her, uh, or has multiple champions in the lore that's supposed to protect her. He kills all of them. Yeah. He's, he's, uh, then you get to kill him, but he kills one of your friends in the process. It's one of the fir- only battles that you get to fight with, like, a little companion. It's so fun. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you fought the traitor lord. No, I haven't. I'm not there yet. No, uh, no, no, no. Yeah, so it's it's a fight with like a giant freaking mantis. Uh, like I know of the fight, but I haven't done yeah. it myself. He he's pretty tough. Yeah. Um. And at the end of the f- and you are joined by Cloth, one of the adventurers that you see all around oh, the world. Oh, cool. Uh, one yeah, one of the great yeah. things about this game is that you'll find a bunch of adventurers that just are everywhere that you go. You'll yeah. be you'll be in Queensland and you'll run into Cloth and then you go to uh, the City of Tears and you'll run into the, uh, I forget his name. Time Coral? to pull up the wiki. Uh, is, is that the beetle with, with the, the hat? Yeah. Yeah, I think um, so. Coral? I think so. But you'll run into him there and um, like they constantly move about the world. Yeah, it's very lived in. Yeah, it's, it, it makes, because a lot of games just have, like, static MCs, and this game does too. Yeah. Um, but uh, with this, you sort of feel like there are other people doing things around yeah. here. Um, you meet people, and, like, whenever you go back to Dirtmouth, uh, you see them too, like, there. Hell, the same thing with uh, the Mighty Zot. Yes. You know? Dude, Zot the Mighty. I Zot the Mighty. hate Zot the Mighty. Before I get <laughs> Zot the Mighty, essentially you and Cloth, uh, after encountering her many times, having some fun dialogue with her on a few different occasions, yeah. uh, you you start fighting this Mantis Lord, and you're like, oh, crap, because it's a really confined space, and this dude takes up a lot of that space. Yeah, um, then she shows up and starts also fighting with you, and you're like, ah, shoot, let's go, and you're both like going after this guy. He has a lot of health, but it's, it's okay because attack patterns are pretty easy, so it's whatever. Hmm. Um, and then at the very end, uh, I, I was hitting him, I was hitting him, and I was about to get hit, and then Clotha jumps up to do her thing. The mantis turns around and grabs her and just stabs her oh. through the chest. And I'm like, Brutal. no, Cloth. And then she goes and slams her, her uh, club onto his head, and then they just both collapse on the ground, and I'm like, 
That this is sick. the saddest moment of Hollow Knight. <laughs> saddest? No, no, no. Yeah, I was about to say. In like, the moment, in the moment, it I felt see. pretty rough. I get um, you. I was just sitting there like, why did they do that yeah. to my, my, my girl? Um, For a game about bugs, it really pulls on your heartstrings. Yeah. Weirdly enough, somehow. Um, and then once once you kind of understand the lo- uh, the lore a bit more as yeah. you explore through the world, you really start to get a sense of like how f***ed up things are. Yeah. Um, oh. And while learning about that lore, can we talk about something that this game does exceptionally well? Environmental storytelling. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. We That's what I was going to get to. We talked about it in the Hyperlight Drifter episode on how like awesome environmental storytelling is. But man, does Hollow Knight really excel at it? But just just giving you the tiny bits of information. One of my favorites oh. is uh, the story for the Hollow Knight yeah. being uh, the guy who is caged in. Because you, the one of the first time you hear people mention him, uh, there's he's containing something. Yeah. Um, and then you go to the City of Tears and you see this giant monument for him and he's how much of he, a hero he is, and you're like. Well, what what does this guy do? Why is he a hero? Um, And then when you finally kill all of the dreamers, you get access to him. Um, If you decide to fight him right away, you'll see that he has this disease in him. The radiance. The radiance, like, terribly bad to the point where while you are fighting him in some of his phases, he will just start stabbing himself to try to help you fight the radiance because it's not him. That's doing it. It's the what's inside of so him. So brutal. It's metal as hell. It really is. Yeah. It's, it's so he's got this such this sad story because he was literally just made. He was this hero and he got made to like protect everyone. And then he just got used as a storage to a must much worse being. Yeah. Um, that's that's also sounds familiar. I know I've heard some something like that in another story or another game or movie or something. But like, like Zelda and, uh, and Breath of the Wild? Yeah. In a, in a sense. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. No, you're right. But yeah, it's it's sad because like he's the only one out of thousands, hundreds of other knights. Yeah. You know? He's the only one to come out of the, uh, the, the deepness, the, out of deepness, excuse me, the abyss or whatever. Um, it's, Not the only one. Well, the first one, I guess. Yeah. That's why he's so important. And, of course, the player character, too. Um, but it's sad. Yeah. And then there's also the it's environmental storytelling surrounding the Pale King. Because yeah. you never really see the Pale King in this game. Is it a um, skeleton, right? Uh, you f- you encounter a skeleton on the throne eventually. Yeah. And you beat um, it up, and then you take the throne. <laughs> yep. Um, Good times. But uh, so his whole thing is, like, like, everybody, like, everybody who talks about him is like, yeah. This dude was God. Yeah. And you're like, okay. Uh, but then he made himself into this, this little, like, bug-looking dude. Yeah, he was a worm. He was a worm, mm. a big old uh, creature. Um, and then he made himself into a little bug dude so that he could bring sentience to all the bugs. Yeah. Um, and then when you start learning about the radiance, uh, specifically if you get all of your uh, soul essence available in the game. Yeah. Uh, you talk to the one of the only moths in the game, the Seeker. Yeah. Um, she tells you a little bit more about the world. Yeah, the moths worship the Radiance. That's their god. Yeah. yeah. Uh, and then uh, when the Pale King started giving everyone sentience, the moths were like, yo, our god is kind of just making us stupid so that we could stare at it because it's the sun. <laughs> yeah. 
But this dude is like, yo, I can make you smart. And then so the moths started going to the, serving the Pale King instead. Yeah, but uh, like... The Radiance got all mad about that, and that's where that disease yeah. that infects everybody comes from. That's The Radiance gets sealed into the Hollow Knight. Uh, the Pale King just kind of hides away yeah, in the dream realm for the rest of his life because, uh, I mean, understandably so. But, like, the Pale King also just wants people to worship him. Yeah. That's... They're both the same people. Like, the Radiance and the Pale King, they both want the same thing. So, like, I guess there's the fight, right? And does he doesn't create the Void, but he uses the Void in the Knights, right? To make them hollow? Yeah. To then have the Radiance? Yeah, okay. Uh, so the, the idea is that the Hollow Knight and the Knight that you play in this game, the Lone Knight... Um, you're both made of void of nothing so that there's no emotion to tie you down. There's no uh, fear to hold you back. Um, It's literally like you're an empty vessel to serve a cause. Um, Which, which, yeah, I guess in that sense, very... Pale King ain't a hero either. Um, No, I I don't think this uh, world or uh, this story has any heroes. It's just a messed up... I think Hornet's pretty cool. Hornet's really cool, man. And, of course, we're still going to be waiting on Silk Song. See, we think Metroid Prime 4 is bad. Silk Song is worse when it comes to, like, when is it going to come out. Yeah. Yo, there's going to be a sequel to Hollow Knight? Yeah, yeah Silk Song. Cool. So, it's been little, announced 2017. Uh, oh, boy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> a I remember a long ago. time ago. Um, I can find out in a second. But, yeah, so Hornet is, like, a, another one of the sort of uh, beings made from Void. Just this one was made by... The queen, I'm pretty sure. No, one of it, the dreamers. Hmm. Um, no, it was a... Um, she's the kid of the Pale King and somebody else. The, one of the dreamers. One of the dreamers. Okay, sorry. Uh, Thank you, I, forget, I forget which one. Um, yeah. But, I think the big one. Uh, yeah, I don't... <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. <laughs> uh, so she's essentially made, um, and her whole thing is like, I want to protect these people, but I want to make sure... That and her whole thing is making sure the main ca- the player character the lone knight is like actually going to make things better yeah. rather than ruin everything. Yeah. So she guides you constantly during the story towards the better ending of the two. Because if you go straight to fight the hollow knight, then you just become the next hollow knight. Yeah. You take the radiance into yourself instead, and it's sort of a bad ending of you just kind of being locked up in the same way the hollow knight. Air quotes was. bad ending. Um, um, uh, Silk Song was announced February 2019, or it's been in development since then. Eh, four years, not that bad. Could but be worse. Yeah, it could be. Yeah. Um, what what did I just say? Oh, air quotes, bad ending. Yeah, uh, apparently the team Cherry says, or like the developers or whatever of the game says that all endings are equally canon. Hmm. But, so it's all up to the interpretation of. The player, which also... I meant bad ending oh, yeah. in the sense of, like, with the the ending of fully completing the game gotcha. where you, you gather the King's Bond to uh, get that uh, essence into yourself or yeah. whatever it is. Um, there is a sense of, like, uh, it's ended. Yeah. The Radiance no longer exists. Hollow Knight absorbs the Radiance into the, itself, and then they both die. Yeah. Um, so it's it's over in a sense. Whereas it's kind of implied by the you becoming the next Hollow Knight that you just kind of... Delaying like, the inevitable. You, you, it's just going to happen again. Yeah. It's just um, a cycle. Which kind of makes sense. Which That's how I interpreted it personally. Yeah. Um, because, like, 
with the whole the whole reason why you have to go in and kill the Radiance in the first place, or you think kill the Hollow Knight, is because despite the Hollow Knight containing himself, despite all the Dreamers sacrificing their lives to constantly be asleep in order to contain the Radiance, the Radiance is still getting out. Yeah. So by the Hollow Knight becoming a part of it and having also killed the Dreamers, it's not actually going to help anything. Yeah. Um, so as I, uh, I really like the true ending too because the way it reveals itself through that environmental storytelling is amazing. Yeah. You, especially like when you uh, when you get the both pieces of the thing, one from the queen, one from the, the fragment, the king fragment or whatever. Yeah, what, yeah, the other king fragment after fighting uh, the hornet. Um, and you go Did you into get the, the abyss. Oh, I'm sorry. You're leading up to that. I'm so sorry. You So you go into this and you see it's like this giant room that you just go start going straight, straight down and it's so empty. There's no music playing. I'm pretty sure it's just quiet mm. like drops of water mm. being your only ambience uh and you get to the bottom and there are just thousands of skulls just like your mask uh, thousands of masks just like your mask all just laying on the floor and then the shades which are very similar to the shade that you drop when you die uh start kind of like rising up to like out of that there's still you you are just one of many of these things and when you land in there you truly get a sense of like oh like there was a lot of death in order to stop this thing. Yeah. And then that's where kind of the phrase, no matter the cost of the Pale King's, like, the whole thing comes from. Because his, his whole thing was like, yeah, let's, well, we will make as many, we will make and kill as many of these little void things as we can because the, 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 the cost of not doing so is so great. The radiance just spreading around is going to end the world, the kingdom that they built. Mm-hmm. Um it's really sad. It's, it's really sad. And then, like, you just only being uh, the good ending of mine, quote-unquote, right. uh, where the Hollow Knight dies and all the shades are able to finally rest. Like, there there would have been constantly been, like, more void things being born and trying to get out if you didn't bring out that ending. Yeah. And seeing, like, going to take on Radiance itself, herself, climbing up to like the battlefield and like with all the other shades like yeah rising up fight, with that you that fight is so good right uh bro yeah, and you I want, remember oh. you texted me and you're like man Hollow Knight is whooping my butt oh, and, I, and I sat yeah, I gotta talk about that I, and I just I sat there and I was like the Hollow Knight the Hollow Knight is oh. whooping his butt I <laughs> got you bro hasn't bro hasn't what, even what gotten to say? the Radiance what did I say <laughs> I see the the Knight of Hollow what did I say? Uh, I don't remember. You can pull it up. I remember you were talking about that. I was like, bro, that's that's phase one. There's three phases. <laughs> There's three phases I, in yeah, this thing. I said the Halloween night is kicking my ass, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, for context for that, so this is my first time playing Hollow Knight. It was this uh, just this past week. Um, and I've played many Metroidvanias before this, you know, not only Castlevania and Metroid, but uh, Shovel Knight and The Messenger. And it was actually recently when I played The Messenger and, and completed that. Um, and they have unique platforming um, combat mechanics too. So like Shelv and I, we all know that you can just pogo stick on enemies and yeah. stuff. And The Messenger, are you familiar? Uh, I know of it, yeah. Yeah, okay. So uh, the, the like one of the special skills is like you jump, you hit something, and you get an, an extra jump. So like a double jump, an air yeah. jump, right? And you can do that repeatedly, especially when you have the glider. You can just bam, 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 spam it. 
So while going through Green Path, there's like this section of like there's acid water or whatever, and there's these like beetles moving, and you gotta like you know uh, down air to progress. Like hit them, you get like recoil up a little bit, and you gotta progress, right? For some reason, that section was kicking my ass because my muscle memory is like, you're playing Shovel Knight right now, dies. You're playing Messenger right now, dies again. Oh, I see I, what you're I saying. I couldn't break out of that I for like the longest time. Boss. No, 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 no. That section itself, just like my mind just somehow switching gears to like, you're playing other games that are that have similar mechanics. You're not playing this new game that you're learning. No. You're you're playing the messenger right now, but I'm not. So therefore I die and I mess up. You know, it's just like a we that's what I meant by by the game kicking my I ass. I see, I see. Dude, you would have hated the freaking the the dream world where you find the 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 king yeah. and his his whole shard. Oh, I know. You uh, need super meat boy Celeste level types of precision with all the saws? Yeah. Oh my god. Dude, I'm I, not excited. I was that part was so fun. <laughs> that part was so fun. I was getting mad at a few points, but I had a bunch of charms to kind of help me out yeah. through that cuz if you get like the grub charm or if you take damage you get more soul. Um you get the uh actually that's really the uh, the, the ranged uh the the long range snail upgrade so yeah. that you can hit uh, platforms easier, nails easier to spikes. Excuse me. Words. I, I understand uh, what you mean. To, to go further places. Yeah. Um, I just had a bunch of like things in a row to like make sure that like, okay, well, I won't, I won't get screwed <laughs> up here. Um, but you went so, in prepared. Yeah, you went in prepared. Dude, it was so fun, man. Yeah. That I, like I was expecting a boss fight or two when I got in there. I was pleasantly disappointed. Good. Um, <laughs> yeah, I wanted to talk about like the, the down nail attack thing. Mm-hmm. Because going back to game design we were talking earlier, another aspect to it was um, they made all these areas with various routes for you to explore. Yeah. Um, but what? It, but they also left this margin for uh, the ability to use other things to get to areas that weren't originally intended. Oh, yeah. When, uh, when they made the game, they knew that using that down nail attack to be able to get an extra double jump, uh, get extra height would allow people to access a lot more areas not originally intended. And they wanted to explore that. They included a few enemies and places to encourage that. But then the community found so many other skips (laughs) that you can do. Some of them to the point, there was one that they had a patch, uh, do a patch for because you could get to an area in the resting grounds by attacking in it or get to the uh, resting grounds by attacking an enemy or something like that, um, that would cause you to get soft or hard locked into oh. there because you wouldn't be able to get out. Uh, I don't remember the specifics of it. Right. But like sequence breaking, man. Yeah. Um, and so that's another um, one of the amazing things about Hollow Knight is the they prepared so much to be able to explore in so many different ways that they also left room for ex- like yeah. breaking what was originally intended. And I love that. I, there are some, and, and they also designed that in certain ways to where there are some areas where you think you need the, uh, I forget the name of the tier upgrade, um, but oh, it, al- sure. it allows you to swim through right. uh, water, whereas originally you just die. Um, uh, but there are a few areas where instead of swimming through the water, um, you, you can, can shine use, spark? you can, yeah, shine spark. You can use the whole like gem dash ability to fly over those uh, parts of water. Yeah. Um, thus, like, kind of giving you different options to access the same area um this this sort of like wide range of 
ways to get into different places yeah. uh, is one of the reasons why I love the game so much. The the never getting lost I mentioned earlier, but like the fact that it was also intentional and the, something I wanted to get to as well when we were talking about game design, uh, stuff being at every corner, uh-huh. there are so many bosses. So much There stuff, are yeah. so many bosses. And then sometimes you will fight a boss and then find that there is another version of that same oh boss that's even stronger that if you use the, the soul spike, uh, you can... I think there's like about 40. I think there's three. Uh, uh, there's three of these bosses that you already fought that if you use the soul, the soul nail, you can fight them again as a harder version. Yeah. Um, with the God path or whatever DLC. Uh, I think that's just part of the game. That's the mechanic in the game now. No, no, no. Uh, Or maybe. Uh, Well, I'm talking about like the, the, like the God path DLC. I'm pretty sure introduced like a boss rush type of thing to then fight the radiance. Am I mistaken? Oh, that's I, what that's, I mean. That's I know not what talk, I'm talking about. You're talking about the Dream Nail. Yes, I understand that. I'm okay, sorry. okay. Because um, I'm talking about the Dream Nail where you yep. get, like, uh, the Broken Vessel is one of them. The yeah. uh, the the Soul Knight is another one. Uh, or not Soul Knight. Soul Soul Master is where you fight them, and it's they're already pretty hard bosses as is. Yeah. And then you get the option to go back to them later, and you'll see they have this sort of, like, dream essence to them. If you mm-hmm. hit them with the Dream Nail then you will enter the dream realm and be able to fight a, a lot harder version of yeah. them. And I really like the particle effects, by the way. Continue. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so, like, that was some of my favorite part about playing this game. I 99%ed the game. Um, <laughs> because You have 13 more percentage to go. <laughs> I have one, one little uh, 13 more. 14? 112. Oh, there's 112%? Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, Inflation's yeah. really gone up, you guys. <laughs> <laughs> crazy. Um, but, like, I remember because I, I just loved exploring the game because at every there was no point where I would, like, find a secret route and it would just be an upgrade. Or right. There were a few places where it was like that, but more often than that would be where I just explore a route and suddenly there's a whole room full of, like, just stuff to engage with yeah. or if it, it's a shop or it's an entire room to clear enemies with and get to a yeah. certain thing. It's not just you found the secret. Here's a reward. It's you found the secret. Here's a little more level mm-hmm. and then a reward or you found the secret. Here's a boss and a reward. And sometimes it would be something simple, but that sort of like uh, exploration ended up being the reason why I explored so much of the game. Yeah. And one of my favorites was uh, I only found her really late into the game, but there's a NPC called Bretta where you run into her while you're headed towards the Mantis Lords. You see her through a wall but you can't really get to her. It's it's hidden the way to get to her. I saw her and I was like, oh, that's interesting. I'll get to that later. I completely forgot about her. Um, <laughs> I, I played through so much of the game and then I was going through trying to find all the mask upgrades yeah. and I was exploring through the fungal waste and I found her again sitting yeah. in that little room and I was like, oh, it's you. Try to figure out... Honestly, I think the hidden route to get to her was a little boring because it's like a hidden wall that you can't see, but there's also not that, any of that crack stuff. It's sure. just you have to just go through like a oh i see there's a foreground object yeah yeah yeah. and you have to go past the foreground object i didn't realize that um took me a bit to get to there but i did there's a whole platforming puzzle and you get to her she's like oh you saved me thank you um and she goes back to dirt mouth the the village that you started i go back there turns out uh uh, in her home is in that home that she's in is the last or second to last mass fragment that i needed and i was like all right sweet that's pretty cool 
Um, but there's also an area to descend because uh, I'd played through a bunch of the game mm. and uh, I'd fought or I had encountered Zote a few times. Yeah. The first time you encounter Zote, he uh, I encountered Zote. He's in the mouth of a king fly thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, there's Green a bunch. Path, yeah. There's a bunch of little mosquito dudes um, that like chase you around. There's a king giant one where Zote is being held in the mouth of. So you kill this thing. He drops down. He's like. What were you doing? I was fighting that thing. I'm Zote the Mighty. I'm so good. I'm all. I'm boss, and you just ruined my fight. Now I have to go and figure out what to do next. And he leaves, and you're, or, and then you leave him alone. And I was like, man, that guy kind of sucks. <laughs> then you're exploring. Not, it's not the depths. I'm thinking Zelda, but the ancient basin. Um, the spiders, the right? Basin. Oh yeah. So ancient basin. I think so. Dude, that yeah. or, or the kingdom's edge. I don't remember. Uh, ancient basin. Okay. Um, and you find him like entangled in a bunch of webs. Yeah. And you get him out of those webs. I think there's a mini boss in there. Or just some enemies um but you you get him out and again he's like what, what are you doing i was fine <laughs> i was in the middle of a fantastic journey whatever whatever and you're like okay so whatever i'll see you later <laughs> i started hating this guy i would encounter him is after those two times you start encountering him in dirt mouth and every single time he's talking about like you just talk <laughs> I'm about the best night ever yeah he's talking about how great he is <laughs> all the time and he's like giving condescending advice and all that and i'm like i'm sick and tired of you then I do the Coliseum of Fools, yeah, um, which is a amazing part of the game where you just fight waves of enemies, some unique enemies and bosses too. Um, and uh, at the end of the first one, uh, you get uh, of the first. There's three different ones that get increasing in difficulty. At the end of the first one, uh, there's like this big rumbling. It's like doom, 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 and everyone's like, oh. And then Zope pops out, <laughs> and he's like, ah. And I'm like, finally, finally. <laughs> And I go and I start whipping it. Dude's so easy to fight. He's like being flung around the walls every time you hit him. That's he doesn't really, I, it, like, I didn't even give him an opportunity to fight back. Yeah. He's just getting knocked all over the place. <laughs> and then he uh, and then he gets knocked out. And I'm like, I I love this. I love this. This is the end of my Zote story. <laughs> and that's all there is. So fast forward, I find Breda. I go to her room. I get the master's area descend. I descend. And there's this big old statue of Zote. Wow. With little dream essence going around it. And I'm like, what? <laughs> and I go and I hit it, and I, I'm in this, and then it sends you to a dream where it's this like, uh, almost like uh, nobility esque bedroom. Sure. That you have to drop down, and as you start falling down, you start seeing statues of Zote on the wall. Um, but it's like this very muscular, big sure. version of Zote. You land on the floor. The it's dark. The lights open up to reveal two again giant paintings. And so uh, Breda is laying on top of this uh, bed with like a hand on her head, like shoulder, all like like paint me like one of your French girls pose. Uh -huh. um, and there are like eight different little zotes, uh, like fanning her, being next to her. <laughs> and then I was like, "What is this?" Then dropping down from the sky, Zote, uh, Zote, the uh, Gray Prince Zote. But he's got some words that describe him that are very, like, uplifting. And I'm like, okay, bring it on, bro. Uh, it takes me two tries. I beat him, and I'm like, <laughs> all right. I wake up from that dream. That little dream essence is still there. I'm like, what? There's more. There's more? He's got a phase <laughs> two? I was with a, that same friend. I was like, this dude's got a phase two? I hop in, fight him again, win. I'm like, okay, okay. There's no way he has a phase three, though. It's a phase three. <laughs> I hop in there. I he I beat him again, uh, and I'm like, okay, 
That has to be right. It, right? There's no way there's a phase four. I'm going to scream if there is a phase four. I wake up, Dream Essence is still there. I'm like, you gotta be kidding me. <laughs> I hop back in. Now he does twice the amount of damage. Um, and, and so I go and I fight him again. And I, uh, it takes me a few more tries because he does double the damage, but I beat him again. And I'm like, okay, surely this is it. Oh, there, but there's probably a phase five. There's a phase five. <laughs> now he does three masks worth of damage. And I'm going insane because I don't want to fight Zoe anymore. I want to feel better than Zoe. And I don't feel better than Zoe every time I have to fight him and he comes back again. Uh, I beat him that time. Four masks of damage. Beat him again. Five masks of damage. At that point, I have like, I have other things to do. I need to beat this game because I need to talk about it on a podcast. I'm done with you, Zoe. I'm done with you. He, so I looked it up later. Dude has 10 fights and the last one he does eight masks of damage which is all your health what it's he's a prince so he is great (laughs) prince so but every time you fight him it adds another like describing characteristic that's funny so for my game today (laughs) so that's that's some king shit right there i love that good for him um i'll go ahead and give you the first uh or the so you usually run into him as the mighty yeah think of that sort of like uh not adjective, uh, uh, yeah, adjective sort of like describer. Um, there are a bunch of them. Uh, think to that sort of mighty sense. Sure. But what else can he be? So what I'm going to have you do is I'm going to have one of you leave the room for this game. Essentially, when one of you leaves the room, you all have three mistakes to try to guess as many of the adjectives to describe Zote as you can. Oh, I see. Okay, um, I get whoever it. Whoever gets the most wins. Yeah. Um... To give you uh, an idea, there are three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen oh of my them. God. Um, so, Jared, if you could step out the room sure. first, so I could work Bye. this out with Joe. Bye. I'm gonna be honest, I don't quite understand. Okay, so essentially, it's Zote the Mighty, right? Zote the Mighty. Mighty isn't one of the characteristics, but think to that same sense. Like it's, it's to describe Zote, mm-hmm. it's Mighty Grey Prince Zote. Okay, okay. But there are various other ones. I, so it's I like Family Feud, kind of. Kind of like Family Feud, okay. yeah. Uh, show me Zote the Unstoppable. Unstoppable. That's uh, uh, not on the board, okay. Um, Zote the the Deadly. Uh, oh, no. Steve Harvey, I'm not very good at this game. Zote the think Undead. Of, think, think of the the room he's in that I've described. Remember how he, it's, a, it's this, like, nobility-esque bedroom and you drop in, and, like, Breta is sitting there all, like, posing up. Okay. <laughs> Zote the Bard. Because that's, like, a royalty term a little bit. Okay, I feel like I'm sending you in the wrong direction. So let me say this. This is, uh, this is a dream conjured by Breta of Zote. Okay. So it's what she thinks of him. Oh, Zote the Handsome. You're on the right track. Yes. Right? No, we'll start over because now I think I've, I have you on the right track. That's an eh, but you got two more. So how would I want my lady prince bug, princess bug, to describe me, a deadlier warrior prince? I'm going to go with mighty. That's that's one of them. Um, I'm going to go with strong. Okay. I Unbeatable. I will give you powerful. Powerful, powerful. Okay, okay, okay. Um, is there like any smart ones like genius? Uh, brilliant, you know. Mm, there is not. Yeah. So you got you got two two wrongs. Two wrongs. How many more do I get? You mm. got one. You got one more mistake. Ah, okay. 
Uh, I didn't. I only made it through the first boss. Okay, let's go with Zote the Conqueror. Mm, it's it's adjectives in front of his name. So oh. not co- Conqueror wouldn't really work. They're describing her All, view of him. Almighty Zote. Almighty. Oh, that's a good one. I'm trying to see if there's something that works with that. Only one would be powerful that you already have. Damn. Oh, I will give you overwhelming. Overwhelming. Hell yeah. So overwhelming Zote. I don't want my girlfriend to describe me as overwhelming. So, Joe, just go ahead and stay here. We'll bring Jared in to finish this out. Okay, so the mighty doesn't count because that's already given, right? Yes. So, all right. How about the um, the vigorous? Vigorous is one of them. Okay. You got it. Are you looking it up? No. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, how about the... If it's like a paint me like one of your French girls type of thing, I'm going to feel like, uh, what's her name again? Breda. Breda. I feel like she has a thing for him, if, especially if the tinier zotes um, are taking care of her and stuff like that. How about the the uh, compassionate or something like that? I will give you passionate. Passionate. Okay. <laughs> I was close. Yep. Okay. Um, how about the outrageous? Outrageous is not one okay. of them. Um, so you're at one X. The courageous? Uh, I can't give that to you. Oh no. wait, fearless. Fearless. Okay. It's it's the same thing. Close I'll give enough. it to you. Uh, what about vigilant? What vigilance? The vi- mm. no the vigil. Yeah, I'm gonna give that another X. Okay. <laughs> so you're on your last try. Okay. How about the? I was thinking it like, how would I want my girlfriend to describe me if I was an ancient bug? Prince. <laughs> the so I put like smart, handsome. The all wrong, all wrong. So I was just about to say like I was about to say something like handsome um, or something. Hold on, I got this. I can't I get, don't know if you gave me handsome. Yeah, I get, you, you'll see. <laughs> the bashful. I don't know. The bashful. <laughs> I can't give like you a, the bashful, but you got three, which is more than Joe's. Hey, oh, I won. Two. Um, the full title for when you're fighting him for the last time is the invincible, uh-huh. fearless, sensual, mysterious, Ew. enchanting, vigorous, diligent, overwhelming, gorgeous, passionate, terrifying, beautiful, powerful, great prince soap. Okay, that's actually really cool because that's like compounding all of her memories of him into one big final boss. Yeah, fight. That's actually really kind of that's kind of sweet. Sensual. Sensual. That. That's I, I didn't need to know that. That's the one I got stuck on. That's that's the one I couldn't beat. You couldn't beat the sensual zote. I couldn't beat the zen, the sensual zote. <laughs> oh, oh my god. god. I know. I know. <laughs> that's too funny. Oh my god. What was he doing? Was he like hip thrusting or something? Ew. Was he like dancing seductively? <laughs> nah, he's actually got a pretty cool kit. Uh, he throws <laughs> little. What? He's got a white cool kit of moves. Okay. Uh, he 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 throws little mini versions of himself or little <laughs> ver- mini versions of himself that explode. Uh, he charges so, at you with a little rapier. He ground pounds, and whenever he does, there's like a wave of energy that goes off the floor that can damage you. Um, and then he uh, jumps so high up that he disappears, and then body slams from that's whatever so funny that he comes from. Oh my goodness! <laughs> it it's it's a tough boss. Yeah, <laughs> it wasn't that tough. But it gets tough when your margin of error becomes less and less and less. <laughs> I bet. Dude. 
Oh, man, I hate Zote. Yeah, we got that. Yeah, okay. <sighs> what else do we want to talk about with Hollow Knight? There's a lot to talk about. Mm-hmm. And so little time. Like, it, it's insane how big this game is when, like, each character is the size of my thumb or something. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's a small world, but it's a giant game. You know what? You know, it's a giant world, giant map. But, like, yeah, like you were saying earlier, there's always something to discover wherever you go. The, um, the reward cycle for exploring, for battling, for doing whatever is constant and very fulfilling. And it's, it's, I, I struggle to say it's a, pure, a, per, a perfect game. I don't know if it's a perfect game. I don't but know. It's definitely a really good Metroidvania. It's an amazing it's a Metroidvania. Ne- it, to me, near it's perfect. a near perfect Metroidvania. I can get the, behind that. The only, like, I didn't really have any flaws going into it until I started watching stuff about it. And the only flaw I could kind of go with was the one that he brought up in Game Maker's Toolkit, mm. where he mentioned that, like, the death mechanic to go back to your yeah. uh, Wraith thing. Uh, sh- your shade in order to get your money back and your ve- like a uh, soul yeah. vessel thing back um, ultimately discourages you from exploring other routes when you die. That's so true. W- in a game all about exploration, that's the one thing that I'm like, why would you do that? It's brutal. But I don't even hate the mechanic. No. So because m- myself as a player, I will always go back at least once. Yeah, that's true. If if it takes more than one time, I'm just. I'm just going to give up on it, yeah. <laughs> honestly. Um, yeah, anything else? It's like, it I think it's very cute. I'm going to play it again if I get Game Pass again. It's The way I describe the aesthetics is Adventure Time Noir. <laughs> sure. It's it's cute. Okay, I can get I also that. really love games, more so Hyper Light Drifter than this, where you can meet someone. Yeah, I've put 18 hours into Hollow Knight. It's one of my favorite games. You ask him, great, what's the story about? Uh-huh. Yeah, <laughs> that's fair. You don't have to know. But yeah, you can also go to the dude who's got like 300 hours in Hollow Knight. What's yeah. the story? And they're like, well, you see. He whips out the whiteboard. <laughs> whiteboard, Wikipedia, yeah. three Wikipedia articles. The lore is. Exp- it's deeper than it's what we talked so about here. Deep. Yeah, it's it goes on. It's 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 a true battle between light and dark. And neither one is like a force of good. But that's just the plot of the game, let alone oh, I know. the deeper lore surrounding that plot. Oh, I know. You get into the civilizations of mantises and mm-hmm. of flies and the, the bees, hive. The hi- I like the hive. I like the, the hive is pretty cool. It's really cool. It's a pretty sad story too. Yeah. They didn't want. They don't. Didn't want to be involved. It's a depressing game, man. They they, they just <laughs> wanted to be outside of everything, doing their own hive thing, and then the radiance was like, yeah, right. That's what they say. Mm-hmm. It's a depressing, sad little game, but it's adorable. <laughs> it's adorable. So therefore, we love it. All right, that's all the time we have for today, guys. Thank you so much for joining us on another episode here on Razzle Dazzle. Make sure to let us know what you think of today's episode somewhere on the internet. Make sure to follow us on Instagram at Razzle Dazzle Show and on TikTok at Razzle underscore Dazzle underscore Show. Be sure to tune in every Thursday on the Eagle Radio Live 365 app where we are live from 12 to 1. Catch you on the next one. I wish we could talk about it more. You guys, the little uh, grub noises that make the, the freaking like... <laughs> <laughs>